Every time before I go on. Every time. All right. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have Mr. Aaron Jordan. And we're going to be talking to him about his book, Wolves Bane in Sheep's Clothing. That's going to come out on Kickstarter <laughs> soon. And we're also going to be talking about uh, what is the topic for today? Sam, post it up. <laughs> Does it ever end? Does, Does it, it ever end? end? There you go. Come back and find out. To upload that. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to the Cast the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George, the dreamer, Medina. What's that, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Tuesday, December 13th, and we are live. Uh, we're going to be talking to you today uh, to Aaron Jordan. And he was actually on the show way back at the beginning of the year. He's one of our, our first interviews. He's actually going to be one of the last interviews of the year. Uh, back on episode 360, January 21st, is when we had him on the show. And he was promoting the fact that he had just finished a Kickstarter for his uh, for the first issue of Wolves Bane. And we were talking to him about the book and, you know, and about just his, you know, his creative journey. So we're going to talk to him today when he comes back. And, you know, just do an update, see what he's been up to. He's got issue number two coming out. On Kickstarter, we'll find out exactly when that will launch. Mm -hmm. um, actually, no, it launched. <laughs> no, it has launched. That's a preview. That's oh, a preview. okay, okay. Ooh, I was like, word. Um, yeah. So we, uh, he's. I think he's got about eighty-eight followers right now off the yes. pre-launch page. So he's nearing a hundred. So if you Ocho haven't done Ocho. so yet. Yeah, if you haven't done so yet, follow the campaign so you know when it actually launches. And uh, we're going to be talking to him in a few minutes. And just like I said in the in the soft open, there we're going to be talking about when does it end. Uh, that's the that's the. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Man, where's, Moses? where's Moses? Where's Moses? Yo, you saw that? Uh, but before we get into <laughs> all of that, no, if you sure. haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, comment, ding -a -ling, ding -a -ling. do all that stuff, share the the uh, the show. If, you, uh, if you'd like, please share it. You know, help us uh, get to that thousand, thousand help me help you. mark. That thousand subscriber mark. Where what? 650? 651? Um, 651, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're on the road. We're on the That's road. That's the sound of the man working on the train. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Hey, hey. We're chugging, <laughs> We're chugging along, dog. We're chugging along. So, yeah, man, that, that's happening. That's happening. We also have a campaign of our own. Sam's has a campaign up, for man. duty coming duty. out next year, January. Oh, stop. 
don't stop get it get it do the brown now, so yeah so duty's coming have you signed up there's an alien in my toilet book number four gotcha if you haven't you need to do so it's going to be fun it is fire it is crazy the book is done it's done um the proofs come in next monday um so that's exciting i'm waiting for the proofs to show up and uh, we launched january 3rd join us here live on cast the craze uh 7 30 p.m eastern standard time as we launched the fourth book in a series and uh if you are a return backer and you make a physical physical pledge you're gonna get this uh, enamel pin of the iconic duty in the toilet and it's right here baby Bang! look at that um so that's ready for you all you have to do is come back and it just and when you get your rewards it'll be right in the bag so i'm hoping that you come and uh don't forget christmas is right around the corner and you can still get your christmas hoodies just in time for the holiday season if you go to dutiesworld.com you got hoodies you got t-shirts you got a whole bunch of stuff so go check it out if you haven't done so and finally well, I want you and I implore you to go and, and, and sign up for Disney in my toilet. I also want you to go and check out the Art of Samuel. Check out my video channel, my art channel, where I give you tips and trips and behind the scenes stuff from Comic Cons to, uh, you know, selling prints and a whole much more and art demos. Check it out. Art of Samuel. The link is also in the summary. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, also, while you're at it and you're online, type in, what up, Anibal? Type in, Get your meds uh, with a Z.com. Check out my website. Uh, go check out my books, The Adventures of Wonder Dog. Check out Ross 5377. Check out my uh, my apparel, T-shirts, hoodies, all kinds of fun stuff in there. I'll let you know where I'm going to be next year. Trying to book some can some uh, some uh, shows for next year. Trying to figure out which ones to do. I'm thinking about doing Wicked in Boston. I think that's in April. I definitely want to go back to Terrific Hunt because that was really cool in July. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what pops up. But yeah, definitely go to getyourmeds.com to get all of that information. Next week, Sam, we have Mr. Who Aníbal Arroyo, who's actually in the chat. Yeah, we have so him we're coming we're on. Yes, to talk about a book that he's working on. So he's going to have his creative team with him. With him. So we're going to be talking to him next yeah. week. And uh, and Aníbal's going to be making a few appearances on Catch the Craze because on January third, he's coming on yeah. for the launch party. To the oh, body, which is yeah. only a couple of weeks away, bro. That's right. That's right, man. It's a, it's a few, yeah, just a few weeks away, dude. Crazy. December thirteenth, yeah. The New Year's coming. Oof, it's uh, yeah, it's no joke. Like no fast, joke. bro. You know, it's like I put my head down, I draw, and I look up, and next, you know, it's it's summer already. It's over. Party, yeah, party time. Yeah, man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good next week. I'm, I'm excited about um, uh, you know. Aniba coming through with his team to talk Word. about a book that he's working on. He's been working on for a little while. He's uh, he's taking on the editor in chief uh, hat oh. of that book, so he's been doing that. Also, anchor oh, he's doing the whip. a few things. He's doing oh, a few things. Yeah, where yeah. there's a whip, there's a way. That's right. Where's that from? I have no idea, but yeah, good stuff, brother. <laughs> good stuff. I'm, I'm gonna the series, the it's Hobbit, the animated series, the Hobbit. Nah, nah. where there's a whip. <laughs> There is a way. Nah, 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 there is a way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not your fantasy guy. I'm not. I'm not I know. Yeah, you, yeah. you keep reminding me, bro. That's I just did. horrible. I know. I know. It's, it's disappointing, isn't it? It's kind yes. of disappointing. I know. Yes. What's with the spectacles, bro? Dude, I'm blind, bro. I have to <laughs> I'm blind. Man. I'm a blind. The cat. memory sucks, and now you're sight. Don't even have I, it. I just I you. I've I've worn contacts for forever. I just I didn't feel like wearing them tonight. You I realized they were gonna have days. What happened? You wore contacts back in the days? Dude, I've been wearing contacts since seventh grade, bro. 
I've been blind for life, dog. Harry Potter. Yeah, haven't been, you know, that 2020 was gone a long time ago, dog. Wow. How's your vision? Your vision still good? Well, I have legit. legit 2020. 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I'm, um, sometimes I go completely blind, right? So I have this thing. Wow. No one, not, no, I've been to NYU Medical Center. I mean, I've been everywhere. I've had brain scans, everything. They can't figure it out. You know, I'll hold, hold, hold on, hold on. You uh, go like when you say uh, you're not being sarcastic. You literally no, lose legit. your vision. Go since black. I was a kid, since I was sixteen, really? yes. So what happens is I'll start getting a an eye headache, right? It'll start right here, then it'll start going to my head, and then this will start getting spotty and it'll completely white, and it moves over to the right. And so now I feel like I'm gonna throw up, and I feel nauseous, and I have to put my head down because my head's pulsating. I've been, I've had been three times, had my brain scan, every eye test. I got 20-20 vision. No one can figure it out. And it's always happens when I'm really under high stress. Um, and uh, and that's when it just comes out of nowhere. One time I was walking in Manhattan and I had to stop and hold on to a building for 20 minutes. And I'm just holding us. So I won't fall over because I can't see. And I have to pretend like, no, you know, like, you know, people probably, I don't know if people are staring at me, but I couldn't until I got my sight back. But no one can figure it out. So wait, 2020 vision. So these specs that you wear sometimes on the show, those are all. Those are just glass. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> it's just glass. You never heard the term poser? Like, huh? you're, just, you're the biggest poser. It was part of the outfit. It was oh, the robe. It was the look. It was the ambiance. Right? Posing. It's called acting. It's called posing. <laughs> Pose this. The, the ambiance. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that laugh says it all. Yep. Oh man. So it, it, it looks like it looks like Mr. Aníbal Arroyo is coming uh coming from Facebook. I don't think I don't see him on, on, on the YouTubes. But um, but for everybody watching on yes, YouTube, he's coming from Facebook, yes, yes. Yeah, it's Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. So for everybody watching on YouTube, what up? For everybody watching on Facebook or Twitch, yeah, right, right. That's right, that's right. Head on over to uh to YouTube though. Check us out on YouTube. Thank you, Saki. Yeah, yeah, come on over, come on over. Come so, on what, what else we got, Sammy? So, um, baby, let's see. Oh, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, you want to tune in? We are coming, going yes. live at 8 p.m. tomorrow night, and we're going to be talking to the president of Crowdfunder. We're going if to be I talking, was president. yes, yes, we are going to be talking about that crowdfunding campaign for all those at least. What up for all those of you who are interested in, uh. Who want to do a kick uh, a crowdfunding campaign, but you're tired of Kickstarter, man. You're tired of it. Can we I, are going to have Mr. David Barrack on the show tomorrow. Um, is it Barrack or is it Barack? I think it's Barrack. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Barrack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he was actually asking asking me on Twitter how long we're gonna be on for. We're gonna be on with him for about 45 minutes. So it's it, you know the show goes from eight to nine. He's coming in at eight fifteen, and we're gonna be rocking out. Till 9 p.m. So if you guys want to check that out, come with some questions. He's gonna give us a little a little tutorial on how the, the actual uh, page works, how the uh, how the crowdfunder works for those interested in doing a crowdfunding campaign on something outside of Kickstarter, outside of Indiegogo. I talked to him while I was on JD Calderon's show on Sunday, a couple of Sundays ago. Big shout out to JD. And uh, and it sounds like a really, really cool um, alternative. So yes. definitely want to check that out. Word. Wait, I, I, that, I'm looking forward to that one. I have some questions for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, ladder lumps. Yeah, yeah I mean, there, there's there's a lot of. I mean, this crowdfunding is such such an interesting arena 
for us independents. It's such know, a it's, stressful arena. It's stressful. <laughs> it is. It is stressful. It is stressful. It's stressful. It's 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 a you know it's a it's a job. It's a job to do for 30, oh, 35 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and some of us do it. And and some of us some of us do it more than others. Sam, this is your fourth campaign just on duty alone. So yeah. you know, it, it's, it's something. It's something that that you know we. I want to. I don't know if I use the word rely on, but we definitely use it. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, it it allows us to reach an audience that might not have ever heard of us. You know. So well, um, you know, it's it does it does um what it's set out to do if you are consistent i think the biggest thing is just consistency um right. you know and uh communication yeah no absolutely man absolutely you know. and, and here's the thing the, the more the more avenues the better right so crowdfund is just another avenue it doesn't mean you stop doing kickstarters it doesn't mean you stop going on indiegogo it doesn't sure. mean any of that you know it doesn't mean you stop doing zoo it just means here's another 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 uh avenue for you to make a little a little cash Crowdfunding sounds like a great backup, you know, and that's what I, you know, so I'm, you know, I'll ask some questions tomorrow night and, um, you know, figure out, but uh, it sounds like a great backup. I mean, um, I don't know how it works. I don't know anything about it. I was on the site. I was going to register. Uh, I'll probably register in the morning and play around so I can get some more questions from that. But, um, and see you what don't you have like. to register. That's the whole thing. No, if you're going to create an account. Well, you're going to create an account. No. Different, but I'm coming it's at it from stuff. a... Yeah, and, and and this is and this is not just for like indie creators and publishers. Obviously, if you are a fan of indie comics and you want to, and maybe this is your way of getting indie comics through you know through crowdfunding campaigns because they're not at your local comic book shop. You don't have to sign up to this to this uh, to this platform. You don't have to put in all your information before you pledge. You can pledge, and obviously, just like when you shop online. You'll put in your information as far as your emails to get your your receipt and all that other stuff, uh, saying that you purchased it and all that other stuff. So it is different than the others that make you sign up for it. This one you don't have to register for it, you know, until you actually pledge to something. And even no, then, registering as a vendor. That's no, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm explaining it for the people, for the people in the in the audience. No, I get what you're saying. It's registering for us, the indies, but I'm talking about. For the people who are pledging, they don't have to register to anything. It's not. It's not for them. Oh, you just you just play. Like, like toma. Yeah, toma. Take my money, mate. Here, Take my, no money, no honey. Ten dollars, dogs. So yeah, so it. it's it's a good alternative. We're going to be talking to him tomorrow, eight p.m. Join us live, Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you're on. And uh, like I said, if you have questions, you know, ask yes. them. David, and I think we just about right reached that time. Yes, I'm gonna get that medicine, baby. Cuando, 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 cuando. Here's the question. When does it end? That's rhetorical. <laughs> that is a rhetorical question because it never ends. What doesn't end? Never you, ending story. Your promotion. Your promotion. You're pushing your product. You hustling. That stuff never ends. And the reason why I asked the question is because, you know, for maybe newbies who are watching us, guys who just came in, guys and girls who just came into the into the uh the, the indie publishing game right and they're like yo man all right so i got my comic i you know i got i got an artist now what okay next step you you, you got to try to get it either printed or you got to find a publisher to print it for you right that's the next step all right cool 
got the lumps never end. <laughs> got a, you know, I, 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 I got a publisher. They're going to take care of everything, right? Nope. You still have to hustle. You have to hustle. It doesn't end. Even when you sign, when they give you that advance and they're like, hey, man, we're about to, we're about to put your, 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 uh, your book in stores. Doesn't end. You nope. got to contact stores yourself sometimes and say, hey, my book is coming out. It's in previews right now. Buy it. You know, you go into comic book shops, you hustle because yes, while it's in previews and you've, you've made it in previews, somebody still has to place that order. And how are they going to know you're in that book? Unless yes, your publisher is probably going to let them know. Obviously they're, they're doing their job, but you also have to let them know um, that you're doing that. And so it doesn't end, dude. It doesn't, it doesn't end. It never ends. The hustle never stops. You have to continue. Otherwise it's not going to work, you know? You know, I think anybody's approaching anything you want to do. I think even when you're working, even when you're grinding, um, you're thinking about your strategy on how to promote, right? Um, even if you, you, you're just right now, you're just in the inception phase. You have to keep in mind, as I'm working on this, who's my target audience? You know, what's my demographic? How am I going to reach them? What means am I going to use? What's within my budget? All those things. So conceptualizing your strategy is just as important as when you're going out there to implement your strategy. So you never stop because you're, you're always, you're either in the lab, the think tank, or you're out there on the streets hitting the pavements. And, you know, the, 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 what will set you apart from everybody else is, understanding that you're going to get more no's than yes and still having the resilience and the courage to keep muscling through because it can be discouraging it can be frustrating and you 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 can be so passionate about your work and then you see that you're getting rejected or no one's recognizing you're not getting the attention you thought you would get the first thing in your mind is why am i doing this for right that self-doubt the head junk that plays with you but stay the course stay focused, look at your strategy. Maybe you, you got to tweak it. You know, it has to be a rolling strategy, a moving strategy. You have to constantly be able to like a piece of clay. You got to keep them molding and bending and, and, and sculpting and peeling until you get that first muscle, right? Then you're going to add the forearm and you're going to add the fingers. All, all of this constantly, you might want to change the angle. You know what? I, I started this way. I'm going to change it that way. That's what promotion is. It's really testing the market, figuring out what works, capitalizing on what works, eliminating what doesn't work, you know, implementation, you know, and then hopefully there's a reward on that, but you know, it doesn't stop. No, I, I think that if, if you come into it and, and, you know, and you think that the steps are, Hey, I, I just want to write, man, I just want to write. And that's why uh, I, I went and I submitted to scout comics, right? Because all I want to do is just write and let them do what they do on their end. And they are going to do what they do on their end. They publish, right? They print, they get the books out. They, they deal with distributors and all that other stuff, which is stuff that, you know, as a creator, sometimes you're like, I don't want to have to do all that stuff. And that's cool. We, you don't have to do that. But what you do have to do is you still have to be that salesperson, you know, to anybody who you see, anybody who you talk to, any stores that you go into, hey, I got a book. It's in previews. Check it out. I got this. I got. So you're constantly doing that. Even, even, when, even when, the, um, when you get signed, it, it doesn't stop at the signing of your book to a big publisher or a small publisher, whatever publisher. The point is you still have to continue and go out there and hustle 
the way you would. You still have to do shows, right? You still have to do shows and have some copies of the book on your table, sell them, build a fan base. It's so important to continue to build a fan base um, so that you can, so that when those orders are placed, there are enough orders for your publisher to say, oh yeah, we need a second issue, a third issue, a fourth issue, if that's the route you want to go. Because me personally, I prefer graphic novels, but there is the floppy thing, right? A lot, a lot of a lot of people still doing floppies. They're still doing individual individual issues. So you know, you want to make sure that people know about it. And the only way to do it is if you, the creator, go out out of your way to do that. So it doesn't it doesn't end. The hustle doesn't end. It just you just keep. No, going. and I think, but and also just bear in mind. I think <clears throat> don't try to walk in somebody else's shoes. Put on your own pair of sneakers and create your own path. I think sometimes what happens is you see what's working for somebody, you try to copy that. It works for them because of their business model, it's because of their branding, it could be because of a specific niche mar niche market. That doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work for you. So don't try to, because people will see that you're riding somebody else's wave. Create your own, wait for your own wave. Stay on, stay on that surfboard until your wave comes up. Your wave's gonna come. You just gotta be patient enough. And then when it's there, that's when you have to be ready. So I think, you know, try to be as authentic as possible understand really who is your, your your audience and then you know use your social media handles and those people that follow you um if they're really truly following you and engaged ask them the questions you know you know what do you like about this you know what do you think about this what do you think get some feedback directly from the people who are following you and then tailor your marketing strategy based on that information and then try little things you know throw little pieces uh, you know, crumbs out there and then see who's picking up the crumbs and then, you know, throw a bigger piece and then a bigger piece. And that's how it's going to work. It's, it's constantly playing with it. You know, and I think that's the hard, you, you're, you're coming, Sam. So, so you're coming from it. At, like I'm trying to, like when you're saying what you're, what you're talking about is for building the fan base, you mean? No, no, Not, for, 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 for marketing your product. To to, promotion. to, to the, to your audience, to your audience, use to your, your audience, audience. They're following you for a reason. Right. They're following yeah, you for yeah. so, so you know, I mean, I'm granted. There's a lot of people that hit follow because they expect you to follow them back, um, and they're not really truly engaged. So the ones who are engaged, they're there for a read. They like something about you or your product. Ask them, you know, and they'll be they'll love to answer the question. But ask them directly. You know, what do you think of this? You know, do you like this? You know, a cover. You know, I'm thinking of using this platform. What do you think? And then take that information to tailor your strategy. You know, and if you get a consensus, you know, if you have five people and all of them gave you five different answers, you, you gotta, you gotta go out and get another five, you know, until you understand what direction you want to go. If it doesn't already make sense to you on where you want to go. Um, so again, it's constantly seeking feedback, constantly playing and seeing what works, throwing, see what sticks on the wall. And that's where it gets frustrating because as an independent, you don't have a division that's a, that's, that, that are marketing executives or team that's there specifically to take care of your branding. You don't have that PR division. It's you. So, and when you don't have the, the training or that skill set, you're going to be learning and it's going to frustrate you because you think you know, but you don't know because the world is changing constantly. And you have to be able to try to adapt quickly and try to get that wave because when that wave is gone, who knows when the next time the next wave is going to come. So that's where you have to, you know, really be in tune with what your agenda is and how you plan on exposing it to the world. Yeah, it's funny because, it, like you were saying, it, it's frustrating because you don't have those those uh, 
you know, those departments and stuff like that. And sometimes that's the more, most freeing thing because you don't have to answer to any branding department. You can brand it however you want, right? It's just a matter of you having to do the actual work to get it done. Um, and that's where it can get, it can get not, not knowing how to do something can get frustrating, but yo, there's so many tutorials online now with, with stuff like that. Uh, but you know, I guess the message here is it doesn't end. It doesn't stop. You, no, you have yeah. to, you have to stay the course. Just, yeah. Just, keep doing yeah. your thing. Stay the course. Don't get frustrated. You know, believe me, you know, it, it's easy to get frustrated. Um, you know, when you get frustrated, fine, you have to have a vice, have something that's going to get you back in the game, you know, because that frustration can only last five seconds. You got to get mad, move past it, get back in the game, try something else, you know, and just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. I mean, I mean, we've had so many people on the show and we've had guys that, you know, they came on and they didn't make their campaign. They went back to the think tank. They waited six months. They went and played. They, they went and got feedback. They changed things up. And the next year, you know, they came back and they blew it up. Right. So. Um, sometimes that that loss is what you need to get you reacclimated and, and and recalibrate your 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 strategy so that way you can come back with a different set of eyes. Because um, sometimes we walk in blindly and you don't know what you're walking into. How many times we've had people on the show who never done the Kickstarter? They went in and they 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 put up this crazy goal. Nobody's even heard of them, and they they took a hard lesson, right? So that lesson. They, you are, they're either going to quit and say, you know, I'm done with this, or they're going to go back and say, you know what? I was overzealous. I was overly ambitious. And what, you know, my ambition and reality didn't connect. I went back, got some feedback, talked to some peers, went and did some research, saw some podcasts of some people who were successful. I reached out, got blah, blah, re rejigged everything, went back out, and now I'm good. So it's okay. We all make mistakes. Believe me. You know, I mean, I, my mistakes are like, Body bags, but those mistakes are there for a reason. They 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 provide that foundation and education that I need to grow, and that's that's how you gotta look at it. Yeah. Up again. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and your expectations, your expectations of what the people that maybe want to take a chance on you, what they're going to do for you. You have to have a serious conversation with what it is that they're going to provide and what it is that you have to do as a creator, and what you have to. Uh, uh, provide as well so you have to have those conversations and i think like anything else communi communication is key and in, in, in that kind of stuff so don't be discouraged by the fact that they may say to you hey listen we want to publish your book but uh, you know that logo may need to you, hey what's going on paul your logo may need to be you know tweaked a little bit you know you, you gotta you gotta be ready to do those kind of things because those things those things may come it's either that or say, you know what? I don't need to change anything. I'm going to self-publish myself. And then you go ahead and go into the self-publishing game and realize that self-publishing is very, very hard. It's very hard. It's not an easy thing to do. And, but some people may prefer to do it that way. And that's your choice as well. But you have to, you have to, what I'm saying is you got to change your expectations in anything you do. And for me, it's about expect nothing, get everything, right? Just go in there, you know, and, 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 and tackle what you got to do. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I think that, that that's basically the topic for today, man. It never ends. It just doesn't end. You, you got to continue doing what you got to do. No, it doesn't. If you're going to do this, you know, you know, get, you tie up your boots, you know, put those gloves on. It's going to get dirty. That's um, it. You know, it's going to get dirty, son. Get in there, get busy, baby. But uh, yeah, so with that said, what do you think about this topic? If you like this topic, give us a thumbs up. If you have any comments, put it in the comment section below. And um, 
you know, we have our guests in the waiting room. But before we bring him in, we want to remind you why you should subscribe to Catch the Craze. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies. And you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze. Join the movement. Catch the Craze. What's up, Aaron? Welcome to Catch the Craze. Welcome back. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me today. Awesome, awesome. How you doing, Aaron? Everything good? Oh, uh, yeah, shoot. I got a good napping before I came on here. <laughs> prepare a little bit. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Listen, the last time you were on was almost, man, almost like a year ago, bro. It was at the beginning of the year. And uh, you had yeah. just finished the first issue of Wolf's Bane. And, um, and, and we were talking about it. And now you have issue two, man. What, what's been going on uh, since January, dude? Oh, dude, a lot, a lot of stuff, man. So with the last campaign, um, I ran into like a few miscalculations and whatnot. So that delayed everything for about a couple, like a, a few months, like three or four. But luckily um, I managed to ban- bounce back and get everything prepared to launch this campaign coming up. Awesome. I, I know, I know at the last show you were saying that you were, you were making sure that this campaign was ready and that it was ready to go before you even launched it. And I'm glad you did that because it looks like, um, when do you plan on launching this one? Oh, yeah, we're going to be launching this one on January 10th next year. There you go. There you go. So you have plenty of time to work out the kinks and all that other fun stuff that happens in these campaigns behind the scenes. Oh, definitely. We're yeah. literally almost done with that. So, you know, so you, you, you touched on it, but I want you to just um, elaborate a little more. You know, yeah. you said that, you know, the first one, you ran into some problems and you, you realized that you need to go back. And so... What was that journey like for you? What were the lessons that you learned from it? And how does it make you um, more prepared today than you were back then? So back then, I, I um, while my, pas- my passion was in the book, I didn't really know that much on like the financial side of things. I didn't know what made, uh, what was good for marketing the book. So those kind of problems are what led to my delay. Mm-hmm. So after doing some um, research and you know, like getting hands on with um the the ordering, making sure um the packaging looked nice and everything like that. I got uh, a sense of what I was actually supposed to do to um, make sure you know that the next one d- didn't end up the same way. Mm. So, I'm I'm kind of glad that I did it though, because there's always some new things that you can learn, and yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely, man, absolutely. So your first campaign, you know, um wasn't ready this campaign you know you sent the preview link and we're going to show that up in a minute um there's a lot of content so how much work did you get done in that time and how good do you feel about the finished product uh, um i actually we actually uh, managed to get a lot done so with the inks we're about we have 25 out of the on um, the 32 pages that we have and once um this campaign launches um goes around we'll have um 
10 to 15 pages done. So that'll be um a good, what, 40, 50%? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And so that's why you selected August as the delivery date? Yes, that, that is why. That way we can make sure that everything's good and ready to be sent out. And we'll have... Um, we won't have any mistakes. Hoping. <laughs> yeah, because you can never know what's going on with these campaigns sometimes, man. Right. A lot of stuff can happen like during like the post production and all that stuff. So right. I'm just keeping, a, I'm just being hopeful. Right. Yeah. And so now I'm looking at your campaign. Most people usually do 30 days or under. You chose for 35 days. What was your thought process behind that? So, um, I wanted to give myself a little bit more time because um, last um, last campaign we did 40, um, 45 days. And I, I don't know, I felt like people felt as if um, they had more time. And you, you know, like sometimes as a consumer, you're like, okay, I have more time. And then next thing you know, boom, you, you, you're looking at like two days and you don't have any money left. So I was like, yeah, I, um, I wanted to be more lenient, but I also, wanted people to be like, there's an urge, there's a book that you need to get. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm going to pull it up and let's uh, show you. It's okay to show the preview, right? Oh yeah, definitely. All right, cool. So this is it. You know, why did you decide this as your thumbnail? Talk about um, your, your thought process for this landing page image. Oh, the landing page image. Um, aside from the fact that it looked cool, um, I thought it, um, it actually showcased um, the theme perfectly. It's like you have this um, werewolf guy, right? But he doesn't look all that menacing. In fact, um, he kind of looks like he's cowering, um, and he's cowering at something, right? You no, know, and and that's pretty much like um, what the whole theme of the series is. It's pretty much um, you have this ferocious monster that actually has what, what would you say? He has. I don't know. He's just more than a monster, and looks are always deceiving. Right, right. No, I think it's a strong image. I mean, I think you know you picked a good image for your landing page, um, but it's always good, you know, because we get a lot of listeners who are either new to Kickstarter or, and uh, so, um, yeah, learning other creators' process is always helpful for people who are watching. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what, what can tell us about Wolfsbane? Walk us through it. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know anything about it, what's the whole premise behind it? So the premise for Wolfsbane is like, you got this kid, his name is like Lawrence Mulligan. And, um, like, um, I say like nine years into his past, a terrible, um, um, some, uh, a terrible, um, thing happened to him. And because of that, his whole entire life changed. And in the current day, he later he um he finds out that he's actually a werewolf, and on top um with that on top of him like literally like pretty much having a crappy life, he has to try and balance that um you know he has to try and balance those two things together, and it's really hard considering that like you're a teenager and you're dealing with all these um, problems, and this actually um made me think of instead of having the full moon be his trigger, his actual trigger is anger and stress. Nice. That's awesome, brother. I saw, I mean, from the last time you were on the show, Aaron, your your tagline was, 
being a werewolf isn't the biggest problem that you have, right? And so that's that's basically the story of this, you know, this werewolf, right? Where exactly. like being the fact that he's a werewolf isn't exactly the biggest problem. The biggest problem for him is all of the other stuff it looks like that's going on in his life. And I like that you're taking that angle. Um, so talk a little bit about just the characters within this world besides the main characters. Because I know in the first issue, you have detectives that are following him and they're trying to get, you know, they're trying to get to him. You know, you have some interesting characters. Talk a little bit about the, the supporting cast. Okay. So the supporting cast, you have um, the first two detectives, one of which um, being the main character's father. Um, first for him, um, his name is Jack Mulligan, the guy's dad. He's pretty much just, um, he's just this guy who's like, he feels like he's he's lost it all. Like, um, and with the action happening, um, his wife died, and he dedicated his entire life to trying to make sure that that same situation didn't happen to, like, other people. But in doing that, he lost sight of something that, uh, you know, like, is important to him, and, you know, that's his son. So the, throughout the series, that entire journey is pretty much him trying to see if he can salvage a relationship with him. Yeah. And you had the, um, the other character, um, what was his name, uh, Brian McKenzie. So with Brian, he he's um fills the role of this um tough guy, um New Yorker cop. And he's you know, he's a Mulligan's foil pretty much. He's like um younger, more brazen, he doesn't follow orders too well. But they find a connection through um the pain that they both um they both went through in their life. And the final um, one that I actually wanted to highlight is um, the um, the main, um, you know, like the forefront of the supporting cast, which is Morgan Whitley. She's the same age as the main character, and she's just, um, I'd say, like, she's a down, down-to-earth um, person. And she's kind of helped um, act as Lawrence's guide and uh, moral compass throughout the book. And... Um, Pretty much um, what I wanted to do with her is that she's, um, you know, it's like she's trying to guide him on this righteous path and that he might not, you know, like she pushes him to do the things that he might not want to do. Okay. Okay. You, you talked, we talked a little bit about um, you starting out as a, as an artist the last time you were on and switching gears and becoming the writer that you are now. Take a little, talk a little bit about your process in writing and creating at least this particular story, Wolf's Bane. Do oh, you yeah. start with a script? Do you start with the title? Do you how, how do you start every every uh, script that you write for the book? Well, for um, Wolf's Bane, I actually all started with an idea of how cool it would be to have this kind of project going. But at um, going forward, um, I realized um, what you know, like. Yeah, that feeling like once you have something, you want to expand on it. Mm -hmm. So eventually, it, I expanded on Wolfsbane, and it became this whole entire monster universe where, like, a lot of cool stuff happens, and it also throws um, has callbacks to all the stuff that I loved growing up as a kid. So, I, I don't know. Um, after that, we went through the scripting process, and this is where we um, I usually try to find kinks within something. 
Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, um, let's say, like, you have a, um, a plot line that's not going the way you right. want it to. Right. I may um, take a couple of days or whatever. Because, I, I, I don't know, for um, Wolfsbane, I don't want to, for my scripts, I want to have a deadline, but I want to give myself enough room to let the story breathe. That way, um, everything's as natural as possible. Right, right. Is, is it an ongoing story, Aaron? Or are you, are you, do you have, like, a cap? Like, is it going to end somewhere? So I plan for Wolfsbane to be an ongoing story, but right now um, I'm going to break them up in like um, story arcs. So like this one is um, in sheep's clothing, um, one through six. Mm-hmm. Um, once six ends, I'm gonna look at my entire um, journey through then and see if it warrants um, me continuing. Got it, got it, okay. And are you writing other things? Cause I know you had mentioned you wanted to write a little more um, other genres, like you wanted to hit up fantasy, you want to hit up a little bit of drama. Are you writing anything else outside of Wolfsbane at, at the moment? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I do have this one book come um that I'm planning on that I'm writing now, and it's called um Pendragon. It's pretty much um Arthurian legends meets um Celtic mythology, hmm. and uh that that's gonna be a um a, a real ride once we get that going. Nice. Are you are you using the same team that you're using for Wolfsbane, or are you are you using different artists? What um, are you gonna do as far as the team? So right now, um, I do have um different artists. I have Carly and Gracia working on the um, the line art and the inks, mm-hmm. as well as having um an editor for the first time. Okay. And also, um, um, we're gonna be going with a realistic a realistic feel with the colors and everything. So. It's going to be, it's right now, the pages, and uh, we finished a few pages, and it looks pretty good so far. All right. Awesome. Is that going to be like a a one-shot or another ongoing series that you're going to do like a few issues and see where it goes? Oh, definitely. It's going to be, it's going to be another ongoing. I gotcha. All right, man. That sounds like you're going to be busy in 2023. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, Definitely. Nah, good stuff, dude. Good stuff. So you have that going on. You have Wolfsbane, which is going to launch in January. That's going to go for 35 days, and you're hoping to get everything out to everybody by August. That's the point. Yes, that is definitely okay. the plan. Sweet, brother. Sweet. Are you doing any conventions? Are you going to be making any appearances anywhere with uh, issue number one, maybe, if anybody wanted to get it? Um, right now, um, conventions, I'm working on a plan to make sure that's feasible. Right now, I'm kind of just... A team by myself. Got it. Well, um, out, you know, like outside of the um, the art and everything. Mm-hmm. So I just have to see. Other than that, I am planning on making Wolfsbane number one uh, available after the campaign, and we're gonna wait a little while to um, see what's going on with the second one. Cool, cool. Yeah, yes. man, that sounds good. That's so, good. how much? Um, how much feedback or direction did you give on the covers? Because your covers are solid, bro. Oh, so, um, for the first two, those were drawn by uh, what Thomas, um, our artist for the actual sequentials, right. and he's just really good at coming up with scenes like that. I, I gave him um, free reign for the covers actually, and he managed to capture um, the t- the tone of the book pretty nicely. Now, does he do the colors as well? Oh, no, no. That's also done by sequential colorist uh, Alex Kutri. Yeah, they make a great combination because between the transformation and the drama and um, the lighting in it itself is, is, is perfect. 
Definitely. Definitely perfect. Yeah. It looks yeah. really good. Looks yeah. Really, really Both good. covers are fantastic. Exactly. Um, this one, he was actually inspired by the guy that does the movie posters for like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Nice, yeah. I mean, I love that. I mean, there's there's stories within a story within a story. Exactly. Beautiful. I mean, this reminds me of old world, old movie, werewolf posters. Yeah. This one right here. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, I actually gave the direction of that. I wanted it to look like one of the old Hammer films. Right. Like, you know the one with like a Peter Cushion, um, what's his name, uh, Van Helsing and Christopher Lee. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Yeah, we probably said that, yeah. No, no, I, I see what you're saying. I love it. I love, I love the... Uh, what they were able to do here yeah i mean this is sweet yeah that's cool too, oh yeah though. oh this one's pretty nice too um juan um Kagampan, i i think that's how you pronounce his name i'm not too familiar with how you do that but this um he made this and i was blown away by the um, the process because he sent me um like the original file mm. like there are so many layers on this one man yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, damn layers! That's uh, awesome. And this one it has that vintage feel as well. Uh, sadly, this one's also special because this is um, I'm having the interior pages be like a a monochromic grayscale. Right. So it's made to emulate like the old feeling of the um, Universal classics, classic yeah. horror films. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I mean, I think, I mean, you have a solid product, bro. Um, I think, I think that time, I think that uh, that first outing um, was exactly what you needed to come back and, and come back with guns blazing. I think you're going to do well. Uh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it looks good, brother. It looks good. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to uh, to the release date of that. Let us know. You know, obviously I'm signed up, so I'll, I'll get the email uh, notification once it goes live. But yeah, man, much success, brother. You you've really uh, you know turned it around, and, and hopefully this one will be even more successful than the last one. Because despite the hiccups, the last campaign was a successful campaign. You did reach goal, and you did, and you were able to fund it. So it's not like it didn't fund, right? Exactly. And I'm yeah. I'm I'm just really thankful to all the people that bought the book last time, who are still excited for the next one, and who's been supporting me throughout the entire um, journey. Because I'm not gonna lie, that that first one. It crushed me until um they all said like yo we're, we're with you man we're with you cool. so cool. a big shout out to you guys yeah well so the feedback has been positive overall for the book then yes awesome yeah hey listen dude you the last time you came on you know we had we talked about it it is it is a great read man it really is a great read you're doing a fantastic job uh you know i'm big on the lettering so the lettering looks great because the lettering could really damage a book if it's not done correctly <laughs> yes. Yes. And you have some incredible work uh, being done on the on the pages. So kudos to your letterers. Both. I think Justice Wright was your first one, and you're using somebody else for this one, right? Exactly. Yes. Right now I'm using um, Tom Beavis. Right, right. Yeah, and he's doing a fantastic job. They're doing, you know, the first one did a fantastic job. Justice did a fantastic job, and, uh, and he's doing a great job as well. So good job, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, just you want to give us a pitch one last time before we let you go? Give us the elevator pitch. It's all you. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Wolfsbane, teenage, um, teenage werewolf with problems that are bigger than his transformation. Um, it's a good horror mystery book. 
and it has a lot of really good Easter eggs that I'm sure you guys will love. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Good job, man. Good job. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on. Um, looking forward to it, and, and good luck with the campaign, my brother. I'm much obliged, man. Thank you. You got it, brother. You got it. You got it. Later, bud. All right. All right. That was uh, Aaron Jordan. Wolf Bane, he's coming back. Guns blazing. That's right. That's right. Hey man, we all we all we all step in it sometimes. You know what I mean? I think that uh it but sucks the good thing that, it, especially if you have ridges on the bottom of your shoe. Oh dude, oh. it's so hard to get that out. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> so the, the messed up thing about that is sometimes you don't even know you stepped in it no. right? until you yeah. smell it. You're like, Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you step in that, you step in that. Now I don't think so. You start looking and you're like, yo, it's over. It's over. It's funny because yeah, I have a big yard, right? So before I let the dogs out, I go and I thought I scooped everything because the dogs like to play chase. And, they, you know, so I went out there. I'm looking for everything. And I was like, all right, I got, you know, I picked up all the poop. We're ready to run. She started running. I was like, why, is, why did my feet feel squishy? And I look at the oh. bottom and I got the sneakers with all the ridges. And I'm like, oh, no bueno. No bueno. You're going to be there for days, bro. It's over. I got to hate the poo in the shoe. Yep. And I hate that. Got to hate yes. that. But no, nah, but yeah, but but Aaron, uh, you know, he 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 said it straight. And you know what? I got to give him kudos for being, you know, transparent about the fact that the first one, there were some hiccups in the delivery part of it because he did fund it. He did fund it, um, and he had like about 122 backers, I think, for the first one. So there yes. was there was a, a big a big um, following for the book. And the fact that, you know, he said, hey, listen, there, things happened. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know that these things were going to happen. That's what happens when you run a campaign like that for the first time. You're going to make mistakes, um, which is why it's so important to do all the research prior to yeah. the launch uh, and, and know what to expect when it actually happens. Because, yo, dude, when it's time to, to, uh, to uh, fulfill, it's no joke. It's no joke. All that money that you thought you had. And then all of a sudden you have to package all these things and maybe you forgot to account for how much money you had to spend on the supplies and then how much it was going to cost you to ship it because the, the post office is charging you a crazy amount of money. That's when you get into trouble. So, yep. you know, glad, glad he, he was able to figure it out. Yeah, no, no, it happens to everybody. Glad he was to me. To I think it's it one of the forbidden books that took a loss. I was like, oh, this is no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is good it's good I, I i will i will say i don't know did you do a what's in the box on this book i can't remember now i know I back in the days when you were doing what's yeah, in the boxes i stopped doing that back in the days i know yeah. but yeah no he he i i we, you know we read we he gave us digital copies to read of the first issue and it really moves like a like a movie you know, it's, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's really put a lot of thought into it. He's really took the time to find the right partners to create the product, you know, the end product, the artists are doing a legitimate job that the creative team behind it, they're, they're all producing a quality book mm -hmm. that can compete with everything that's out there. So my hat's off to you. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. And remember guys, it launches next year, January, I think 10th, he said. Yeah. Um, so make sure that you sign up to the pre-launch page, the uh, the link is going to be in the show notes. So yep. check that out. Um, sign up, and uh, when it goes live, you know, give it give it a shot. Give it a shot. It is going to be a little bit before you get it. So remember, it's going to come out in August. August, so yep. It's going to be, you know, you're gonna you're gonna. It will be going out 
will be seen in August. But like I said, it is it is a good book. Um, and if you don't, you know, if you feel like yeah, I don't want to wait that long for a printed copy, then get the digital. Get the digital, and then if you see them at a show, buy the actual book. Um, but yeah, now supporting these, I think this is a good book to support. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Aaron, tonight. So uh, yeah, my brother. Tomorrow, don't forget, guys, we have uh, Mr. David Barrick, crowdfunder president, on the show. We're going to be talking about crowdfunding through crowdfunder. So uh, make sure you check that out. If you haven't done so yet, subscribe and uh, and share the channel out. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, to Nita Lang and Daphne Lage, who this morning were on. No, yesterday actually, they were they were, they had their show on to give us a little bump. They uh, they promoted our show on their show at the beginning. So big shout out to them. The, uh, the Indie Comics Network. So make sure if you haven't checked that out, check out their uh, their network and check out their shows. I think they're they're live now. They'll be going on live for about ten or so on their show that's going on now. But I wanted to give them a quick shout out since they gave us a shout out yesterday. Why do we turn the favor? Support, support, support. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, don't forget that Thursday morning also join us for the morning brew with the crazy crew. We, you know, we talk everything pop culture in the news, and we're going to be following up on a topic from um, the crazy 10 LS. Keep your head down, um, but don't forget to look up. And, like, what do you mean by that? Well, join us Thursday morning. And if you haven't seen the episode, check out the episode on the crazy 10 LS to understand why you need to keep your head down and keep grinding. And don't worry about what the other guy's doing. Focus on, focus on you, and that's it, and keep it moving. Um, but again, if you haven't done so already, sign up for this nailing on my toilet. The link is in the chat. Link is in the summary. You know, the, the Kickstarter launches January 3rd. This is book number four. Book four of 12. So this is number four. And what's crazy is that book four, the proofs are already on their way. And I'm already halfway through book five. Um, so I'm way ahead of the curve. I'm excited, you know. And uh, so I hope that you join us for the launch on January 3rd, right here on Cast of Cray, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a pate. Uh, so join us then. Um, but, yeah, another great show, you know. And, um, you know, thank you, Anibal, Aurelis, Lou, um, uh, Paul. Thank you for joining us tonight. And everybody who's been watching silently on Facebook and on Twitch. Um, anything from you, George? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give one more shout out to the fellas and uh, the gal over there at uh, the Nerds of the Round. Uh, you know, big shout out to Sebastian, Tone, Law, and VMAC. So uh, big shout out to those guys. They have a show called the Nerds of the Round, which comes on next at 9 p.m. on their channel. So check that streaming service out. They're always giving us a shout out. Got to show love, man. So uh, that's all I got, though. Yeah. So with that said, thank you, everybody. Again, I am your host, Seth, the crazy man, Aaron. George, the dream of Medina. And we are out. Crazy. 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 You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze.